What is going on, Roto Grinders? Dean here. It's Dean seven eight nine zero four. If you want to get all technical on me, it is five twenty on the dot on the East Coast, two twenty on the West Coast, four twenty Tennessee time. Which, of course, that means it's time for the flagship show here at Roto Grinders. It's called. It is called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Yahoo. Joining me today, it's Friday. It's a party. It's going down. Batting first, leading off the hot uh, in DFS with DFS perspective. Grant Neifer, don't get too excited. Uh, Grant, you're telling us pre-show that uh, you've been smashing, you've been crushing over there. So uh, we're going to keep it going tonight. I, I assume so. I, I I don't actually think I know anything. I just think I'm the luckiest <laughs> son of a biscuit over the last month and a half. Well, okay. And I'm hanging out here with one of my good friends, Kyle, and one of my good friends, Devin. And anybody else in the room? You're, just, uh, you're hanging out with anybody else? Not that this? I know of. All right. Anybody that's not one of your good friends, potentially? Oh, yeah. One of my, one of my buddies who, not good friends, but buddies who, we have long conversations about girls at night. <laughs> What's up, Kyle? I'm jealous now. You're, you're Grant's good friend. Is this, is this true? Can you confirm or deny, or is he just putting on a front? No, I think I can confirm. Yeah, me and Grant have had some real, real moments over on the West Coast when I uh, when I make some trips over to California. We've had some real bonding experiences. So yeah, I, I think we're pretty close. We drink yeah. alcohols with our mouths. Yeah, we saw the effects of that pre-show, by the way. Frankie <laughs> <laughs> was an extreme, extreme close-up of his mouth, and I'm not making that up. Without any context, let's just He's move not. on. <laughs> Without any context, let's move on. Kyle, by the way, I did a disservice. I did not, you know, build you up. Let people know, like, we just kind of said, here's Kyle the other day. Uh, you've been to how many, you mentioned uh, live finals. How many live finals have you been to? Did you do a little, uh, drop a little brag on the people. Um, well, I, I've been to five live finals uh, with a few extra seats to a few of them. So, uh, yeah, it's been, over the last year, it's been to five live finals. And over the last year, I finished top six and three of them. So it's been a pretty good year. And, uh, it's always hopefully- a pissing contest with you. No, I set it up for him. He, he was, uh, you know, I, I kind of like, I, I forced him to say it, basically. It was, there was yeah. no peeing necessary. I, w- I would never, you know, willingly drop that humble brag, but it was forced <laughs> upon me. And Grant, how many live finals have you have you been to? I guess we can ask you as well, despite the fact you've been the luckiest man in the I world. I mean, that I've, uh, I've won an inch or two. I think one oh. uh, that I've actually been to. I don't know, three or four. Yeah, you're like that uh, notorious plus one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's because it's cause people like me. You should be more <laughs> likable. You might go more. Hey Kyle, am I your plus one for the next one? Uh, you have to talk to the girlfriend about that one. Though. Yeah, no. that's a no. well, I'm sorry, am I your plus fourth? Because you, <laughs> all you do is win a bunch of entries. Yeah, I'll, I'll put you on the list. Oh <laughs> yeah, suck it! I'm on the Family Feud board, Dean. You're not. You're <laughs> off the board. Survey says big old X. Uh, all right, we got a lot to dive into. No more shenanigans, Grant. This is a nine gamer full. Oh, so you're not going to read injuries? Well, that's not shenanigans. That, that's like the most important thing. <laughs> like yeah. that dictates the entire slate. <laughs> the exact opposite of shenanigans that would be. Uh, we actually saw in the YouTube chat. If you guys watch us on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. We much appreciate that. It helps us out with the uh, analytics and all that good stuff. So smash that. You don't have to smash it. Just tap it. Gently graze the like. Tap However that. that works. What? Tap here. Yeah, tap the like button. I don't know if that's an option, but however that works. Uh, I saw Ryan Herrera was asking in chat, if only we had somebody that can tell us like who's in and who's out and how that affects the night slate. Get comfortable, Grant. Uh, we have DeAndre Ayton. His entire body is out. He's suspended tonight. Uh, he took His a, entire I, body is on diuretics. <laughs> yes. Uh, now, uh, we're certain he's not going to play, right? I heard they're talking about possibly fighting that, but we don't think he's playing tonight, correct? I'm pretty sure he's not. That's what I've seen. I, I haven't he's out, yeah. Yeah, to my knowledge, I saw that there might be a way to potentially uh, fight it or whatever, but uh, it looks like he's going to be suspended 25 days, 25 games. 
Uh, Nicholas Batum, he's got an old finger, so he's not going to play. Marvin Bagley, that's a big one. He's out for a while. He's got a thumb. Nemanja Bialica is going to draw the start. By the way, uh, for you, DeAndre Aiken is assuming he's out. We're going to have a big old Aaron Baines drawing that start. Lots of girth for Aaron Baines. Uh, Jordan mccray has got a finger, so he's out as well. Cody Zeller out for personal reasons. Uh, buddy, buddy Heald expected to play with his ankle. Buddy Hyde. Buddy Hyde. Buddy Hyde. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> my, my apologies to Chop. Uh, Buddy Heald's got an ankle. He's going to play with that ankle. Rajon Rondo, last we saw, he's got a questionable calf. Kyle Kuzma's still out with his leg. Bojan Bogdanovich has an ankle. He's questionable. And Mitchell Robinson for New York is uh, questionable with his ankle as well. Uh, what are we monitoring most there, Kyle? What's the most important thing? Obviously, we, we know some stuff with Bagley being out. Sacramento's going to be thin and, you know, amongst the cheapies tonight. The elites is going to be somewhat popular. Um, you know, Zeller being out makes uh, Charlotte thin, but I don't really know if you really want to attack the, the Marvin Williams characters of the world. Uh, what do we have our eyes on as far as what we know and what we don't know just yet? Yeah, a lot of these uh, power forward slash centers type guys, even some small forward, they, a lot of value out there today, especially for Sacramento. You know, Bielitsa and Holmes should both probably be pretty popular. Uh, but, you know, you, you can't shy away from the Suns, too. I mean, Baines is going to step in, but there's some other guys that we're going to talk about that are going to fill some roles over there. Uh, Kaminsky's one that jumps out to me as a, as a quick pivot off some some chalk. I like Kaminsky a lot. Um, Bogdanovich, he's one that one guy that's questionable. Not sure if there's any more news on him, but that might uh, allow some more shots up for some of these guys, some of these wingers for the Jazz. Just want to say hello to Big T in the chat trolling me. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Big T. <laughs> it's not hard to do. Well, yeah, uh, but I'm not tilted. You can see I have a smile on my face. I was amused by it, so he didn't win. I mean, there are a lot of people that, when they're very angry, have a big smile on their face. Well, you smile a lot, Grant, so what are you – are you saying you're, suppre- you're suppressing some feelings? I've never been angry in my life. <laughs> uh, Grant, we also want to mention uh, – oh, we, we got to give the shout-outs. Those people out there that are rocking the RG badge, we got to incentivize you all to do so. Devin, fabulous multitasking producer, D-Train is going to drop the link in chat for you guys so you can learn more information about this. But if you finish in the top 10, you don't need to finish the podium. This is the top 10 of certain contests. You win one month of free Roto-Grinders premium. Uh, for those that are rocking the RG badge that have done so in the last few days, we'd like to give the shout-outs to the people. Welcome uh, them to rocking the badge. And uh, by the way, another one of the perks uh, pre-show was in Discord. Uh, myself, uh, one Andy Means, Blender. It's a really, really sharp community. All the eyes out there on Twitter are trying to find you know, information. It's a great way to, to sort of, as you're doing your research, kind of jump in there and see what people are talking about. Uh, just one more thing. I think people aren't even aware, like the discord exists. A lot of people aren't aware of it, but uh, jump in the premium discord. If you guys are premium members, take advantage of that. With that said, uh, welcome to uh, Bopo, Bopo1959, Wolf04, Rain Main, Ray Z House, Wesco143, Boosh3177, uh, R. Frazier, Black Cherry, uh, it's too bad, I'm too good. Grant, is that your is that your name? Did you sign up for RG? It, it feels like that's probably you. Yeah, it's my burner account along with the <laughs> name of 78904. <laughs> yeah, that, that feels like somebody, maybe a relative or something like that. But uh, I would think you would know a guy, and you can get the you know, free RG premium as is. Because, uh, but, hey, you can win it this way, I suppose, as well, too. You ready to break it down game by game, Grant? Thumbs up. Go. Yeah, I was a, you're, it, I, very rarely I'm looking at you, but I happen to catch you with the corner of my eye out of the peripheral. So uh, no blinders on today. I mean, or, do you really have corners of eyes? Aren't they circles? Dude, I don't know, man. <laughs> this is not my hair. Like, wouldn't it be the edge of my eye? I, well, it's, it's a saying. What, what do you want from me? Take it up with the – like nobody skins Say a Say things right? that are <laughs> actually factually correct. 
The Raptors are playing the Celtics. That is factually correct. That's going down tonight. Well, There's the, like a leak in the roof. What? The Raptors and the Celtics are playing. Whether they're playing each other, who knows? No, they're, they are playing. Did you not look at the slate? No, they no, they're, they're trying to get the basketball into the basket. They're not <laughs> trying to get them into each other. It's, it's, it's simple. <laughs> not actual Raptors going to be on the court. Is that, they've been extinct for millions of years. Is that, or you're actually, you, you, should we say that? Do you want to Dinosaurs are still alive. The earth is flat. All right. <laughs> Drop me your Reddit links, Grant. I'm really curious. I want to learn more about this information. Birds are actually dinosaurs, so dinosaurs are still alive. <laughs> All right. Find me a dodo. Uh, 213 is the total. The Boston Celtics are three-point favorites. Uh, well, Grant, I'll throw it to you. Sure, why not? Break down this game for me before we throw it to Kyle because I have some thoughts, but I will, I will yield. It doesn't have a high total. Pricing isn't great. Not a lot of players I want. They drastically changed the prices of a lot of guys. They've kind of changed prices pretty quickly so far this season. I mean, there's Thies, there's Williams with both Taco and uh, Cantor out, but this game really isn't terribly interesting outside of the centers for value. It's just not a high-scoring game, not a great matchup for either of them. Don't really see too much I want. Couple things. I screwed up. I forgot to put Enos Cantor in the list. I mean, once guys are out for a while, I, I never say him again. But like, I, I haven't mentioned him first. But like, yeah, for those out there doing the research, once they're out Cantor, for a while, so what? Two days for him? No, no. Like, I'm not going to mention Cantor until he comes back. Is this the point I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and Thies is not a person. Uh, Tice is a person. Uh, These he's nuts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, that's a thing too, I suppose. Um, and a taco, uh, you're not going to believe this, but taco, seven, all seven foot seven. Uh, you know how he got hurt? He banged his head on the roof, for real, or a ceiling. Yeah, there you go. That happens uh, a lot with us tall people. You're like six four, maybe. Six, yeah, five, but I go on a lot of very short ceilings. <laughs> Big thing are like little chandeliers that are in random rooms that are only like six feet above. Do the you ground. not see the chandelier? Like, what, what, you, where are your, what, what about your eyes? Let's talk about your eyes. Because... Well, when you walk into a room a thousand times, one of these times you're going to end up running into a chandelier. You, uh, guys, if you're tall and you have a short hanging chandelier, put your dinner table under it. So you'll never run into it. The worst is ceiling fans. When you put your hands up in excitement and then there goes a finger. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kyle, can you relate to this? Are you sneaky tall? I, I'm going to say you're sneaky tall. I'm going to put Kyle at over under at six foot two. Is that am I wrong? Am I close? Where, where am I at, Grant? <laughs> Not even remotely. Grant, you're friends, you should know. No, I, I'm six on the dot. Don't laugh. Six oh, two is high. Everyone but... just seems shorter than me because I'm you, so tall. And you know who's sneaky yeah. tall is Cardi. Cardi's sneaky tall. Yeah, is he? Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't dig it. He's like six four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, his hair goes down to his knees, so you got to assume he's short, but apparently just really long he spiked hair. his hair up. He's like 6'8". But, uh, yeah, Kyle, what, what are we doing with this game as far as Boston and Toronto? Um, you know, there, there's some interesting pieces. Dice is obviously one of the uh, potential value plays that go down tonight. And a lot of the slate is trying to figure out which of your two or three favorite value plays happen to be unless you just, you know, hammer the middle away, which I don't know if that's necessarily the route to go. Uh, Thice, I assume, is going to draw the start. Uh, we have Williams backing him up. Robert Williams presumably backing him up. I think together they probably play 48 minutes. They probably play close to 24, 25 minutes each. Uh, they're both decent fantasy point minute players. I don't know what the ceiling is necessarily, but they're quote-unquote like kind of sort of somewhat safe players for cash. I would say Thice is safer because I'm presuming he's starting. Um, on the Toronto side, Pascal Siakam is awesome. Love him. Uh, not necessarily the best spot. and I feel like he's somewhat, I don't want to say lost in the slate, but probably under owned based upon the projections. And I like him a good bit for tournaments. He doesn't make my cash game build per se. 
Uh, I think I saw a note pre-show that Ibaka is going to start over Dusty uh, Marcus Saul, which makes sense. Uh, also kind of sort of somewhat Dusty, not officially Dusty, but Kyle Lowry. Uh, is looks like he's getting unseated by Van Vliet as the number two second best player here on Toronto. Uh, Kyle, what do you say uh, as far as this game? It's not terribly interesting from a DFS perspective, but uh, that's what I have for you. Yeah, so I think this is probably the game I have the least amount of interest in, and I think it's mainly just because there's, I think, really good plays in most of these games tonight. Uh, I think Siakam is going to be interesting pretty much any game that he's in. He's just going to be a, a monster with his usage and with his upside. Uh, but you're right, he does kind of get lost in the shuffle of things because there's so many good studs here. Um, Tice, he, I think he's a pretty solid value play. Uh, I like it more that he's, he's power forward eligible on a site like FanDuel. And uh, so that's that's nice. But I think there are other options with maybe a little bit more upside. Um, one guy that I think is interesting is Jason Tatum. He was just the the go-to guy for the Celtics in the first game. He had uh, a 30 usage, 30% usage rate the entire game, and he played a ton of minutes. He's going to be the go-to guy here. Um, Kemba Walker was pretty underused. I don't know if that necessarily you know is, is a constant throughout the season. Uh, so I think he'll be someone to monitor, especially if that price falls anymore. 8-2 for a guy like Kemba. And where he could potentially be, you know, 30, 35% usage. I think that could be sneaky, but I don't know, know if today's the right day for that. Did also want to give a shout out to Yahoo for sponsoring the show. Big contest over there today, $50,000 uh, baller, 10, 10 bucks to jump in there. Uh, I believe they have their CSV worked out where you can actually import it, but I don't know if you can actually uh, modify it. I'm you granted. can. Okay, is that a thing? You can confirm that is grant? a thing as of today. Okay, so that, that must have just happened because uh, I, I personally am going to make my lineups by hand. I'm not making 150. I think I have five. Yes, I have five as of right now. It's confirmed. I'm looking big at it right now. Big money right there. Well, you know, <laughs> sorry. I'm, not a ball. I'm, I'm playing the baller, but I guess I'm not exactly a baller. I'm not running 150 lineups in the, in the $10 baller today. Uh, I'm running five. You know, we're going to play some on the weekend as far as football as well, too. But how, how many are you playing, Grant? Oh, it's not your wallet. What up, man? Six? Going anywhere from zero to 150. <laughs> well, I like to live in the moment, Dean. That's basically Good everybody. <laughs> uh, first game, you know, for Boston, obviously it was a tough matchup as well, too. They faced that really good defense uh, of Philly. Uh, we saw Hayward grab a few extra minutes because Brown got in the foul trouble, but, you know, that may flip-flop tonight. Uh, I think we should move on because it's a nine-gamer. You know, again, we're not terribly enthused about that game. Probably a game that's more fun to watch than it is actually to play for DFS, but Siakam for tournaments for sure, and Thais is a potential value play, and as a deeper value play, I think Robert Williams is kind of interesting. Minnesota, Charlotte, 225.5 is the total. Charlotte is a five-point dog here. Kyle, uh, tell me, like, can you make an argument why we shouldn't play Cat here against this Charlotte lineup that's going to be, you know, they're super thin up front. They're without Zeller. Um, they're without Batum in their body. Uh, Willie Hernan Gomez is the worst. He was the worst DRPM uh, defender last year. Uh, you know, Minnesota playing up in pace, uh, you know, Marvin Williams, Bismack, Biombo, none of these guys going to be able to slow down Cat. He's going to maul, correct? Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any way you can justify suggesting Cat would be slowed down here. We saw Laurie Markman absolutely get after it against this same team, but they had Cody Zeller. Um, 35 and 17 for Markman. I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb and say Cat's probably a little bit more of a dominant force than Markman. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Cat's just an amazing play here. Uh there's not really much more to say about it, honestly. I think Cat's probably the best play on the slate when it comes to, um, especially on, on Fandle where the prices are a little bit more condensed. On drafting, some pricing gets a little bit more uh, wide, but I think on Fandle, Cat's probably the top play for me. Yeah, and you, you know you like to be different in tournaments sometimes, but if I'm hearing you correctly, it sounds like you're going to be uh, different in other spots, most yeah, likely. Yeah, yep, looks like that way. I just, it's hard to get away from that. I see another 70-point game in town's future here. 
Yeah, I mean, to be fair, he, it was a it was an overtime game, but he was already there last time yeah. out. If you're looking at the game logs and all that, uh, jump in here, Grant. Uh, are you on board with Cats? Or are you going to be a little bit contrarian and say we don't necessarily need him? What are we doing this for? And then the rest of the T Wolves, you like anybody else? I mean, you never really need a 10.8K guy. Like, Cat's in a great spot. He just showed what he did last game. He's very good. He's going to put up a lot of points for minutes. He looks to be improved this year. Everything got a point starts Cat having a good game. But this is DFS. Anytime you have a high-priced guy, he's never really an absolute lock and load. I mean, if he's going to be ridiculously high-owned, why would you play him? Because there's anything that can happen. I don't think he's going to get quite to the point where you need to fade him in terms of ownership. But he's a great play. Outside of him, like... This game really isn't great, too. We didn't start off with a few bad games here. Cat is really the only guy I'm really interested in. You can play Teague. You can go with Martin Williams over on the other side. You can go with Rozier. You can go with Washington, but he's priced up enough where he's probably not going to end up hitting the same thing he did last time. It's just Cat for me here in this game. Yeah, I mean, Washington, the rookie, looked awesome his first time out. He was super efficient from three. That's probably not going to continue going forward the same percent. But uh, he is going to probably play like 35 minutes or so because Charlotte is really, really thin, and they just need the bodies. Uh, Bacon, I see people throwing out there in chat. Uh, he's kind of sort of someone interesting. The price is, of course, up some. Uh, Bridge is another guy. You know, this is a guy who was a lot cheaper last year. Of course, it's a different team. Uh, Kyle, like Rozier, in his, this is his home debut, I believe. Was that was the second game for Charlotte? I don't recall if they were home or not, but he was uh, uneventful in the first game. He was passive in the first game as far as his usage. Of course, they paid him uh, you know, a good amount in the offseason. I suspect uh, that he's going to be a little bit more aggressive in this game in Minnesota you know, played at the fastest pace in, in all of basketball in preseason. So maybe he'll benefit from that and some recency bias. Maybe that last game was the outlier uh, because, you know, who was the guy that people were talking about? Like Graham went nuts. I don't yeah. trust that Graham's going to go nuts every single game. Like, I don't think that's a thing. I think that was kind of an anomaly. Uh, what are you doing as far as the Hornets? Yeah. So, so a guy like Dwayne Bacon, he's priced up on, on like the big sites, but on Yahoo, I think he's still 10 bucks. So with Batum out, it's only more minutes to go around. Bacon played at, at least 32 minutes last – yeah, he played 33 minutes last game. Uh, great matchup for him, but it's another pretty good matchup. I love Dwayne Bacon on those sites where uh, his price didn't really go up. So on, on Fantasy Draft and I think on Yahoo, prices kind of stayed the same. But uh, on, on FanDuel and DraftKings, it went up. But Malik Monk could be someone that's somewhat interesting. I know people are going to be really afraid to play him, really. He's played 16 minutes last uh, last game. But like you said, I don't see Devontae Graham producing like that again. They stated that they wanted to get Monk some point guard minutes. So you got you got to kind of figure he's going to get worked in there at some point. Uh, I think Batum played like 11 minutes last game. So that's an, an 11 minutes that are up for grabs. I think Monk grabs up some of those and he uh, takes some extra usage tonight. All right, so let's move on. Battle New York, Knicks, Nets, 229 is a total. Uh, Nets are eight-point favorites here, Grant. Uh, New York <laughs> – who do they have drawn the start the first game? Trier drew the start, played like six minutes or so. He got benched in the second half. At least he didn't start the second half. And then Elf played uh, the start of the second half, played like, what, 19 minutes or so uh, of the allotted uh, 24. Um, I think a lot of this is pending upon the, the injury information as far as Mitchell Robinson, at least in the front court. Uh, you're going to get a good amount of minutes from R.J. Barrett, so I guess he's sort of interested in tournaments. As a general thought, I, I think the Knicks are going to be one of the trickier rotations to sort of figure out. It's going to be more fluid than most. And sometimes it's just like, you know, you can only concentrate. I almost would just find other routes. <laughs> Somebody's going to get there. I don't necessarily know who, know who, but Peyton's certainly interesting tournament play, if nothing else. What are your thoughts as far as the Knicks side? I mean, I'm, this, you asked Kyle what piece of news he was waiting for. Uh, Robinson's the news that I'm waiting for. Yeah. That's the only news I really care about too much on this slate that we know about right now. And, yeah, if he's out, then I'm just going to absolutely – 
lock and load Randall. Um, he's going to be my favorite play on the entire slate. I think he goes for 65, 70 tonight Whoa. going up. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very, very, very ambitious on Randall tonight. And I think that he's just going to absolutely crush you going up against this Brooklyn uh, front court. He's a great point per minute guy. He's a great player. He's going to be in an advantageous situation if he, if Robinson isn't in the game. I would assume that Jarrett's probably going to get the majority of the play because they don't really need someone tall and great defensively like or better defensively like DeAndre Jordan. So I, I really, really like Randall here. Portis, you can absolutely take a shot on him. He could be in for a big game too. I don't know exactly how the rotation is going to go, but he's worth a GPP flyer. Outside of them, yeah, you can go with Barrett, but it's not really a great play. It's not really a terrible play. I mean, he got 37 minutes, I think, in the last game. He could potentially put up a big game, but more likely he's going to stick right around the 5-6x range in terms of his point per dollar. So I I really don't have much interest taking a shot on him. Don't really have much interest taking a shot on Marcus Morris. He's a fine play. He's just not good. Don't want to take a shot with Peyton, with DSJ, like any of those guys where I don't know exactly how many minutes they're going to get, and chances are they're probably not going to get enough of them to really pay off their value. So – to me, it's it's mostly just Randall in this game, and I'm absolutely in love with it if Mitchell Robinson's out. If he's in, then I'll still play a decent amount of Randall. Yeah, I mean, DSJ kind of buried the first game, and like who knows if, who knows if that's going to continue probably to some extent. But, uh, yeah, I think Elf is kind of somewhat interesting in tournaments, I suppose. Uh, and I agree with you, Randall is interesting. He's not like this big – like he's not a guy that can pepper the box score, so he's got to really crush points and rebounds, which he can. In theory, he can put up like 30 points and like 15 boards. You know, and sprinkle in the other stuff, but he's not a guy that's going to like uh, threaten for for triple dubs. Not, not a guy that's going to bang a bunch of threes either. Uh, jump in there, Kyle. What's your take as far as New York? And feel free to jump over to the Nets. Yeah, uh, for New York, I, I think Grant nailed it right on the head with uh, with uh, Robinson being questionable. If even if Robinson plays, I think Randall's a pretty solid play. But if he doesn't, Randall is a really good play, and then I think Portis is also a pretty good play as well. Um, Portis played 33 minutes last game. I think we can probably see more of the same if Robinson's out. Uh, for the guards, it, it is really hard to kind of digest what they did last game and kind of take it the next step forward and see what they're going to do today because it's just I just don't think Den- Dennis McJr. is going to continue to play 10 minutes a game. Um, but Peyton's getting the start tonight, I think. I think they announced that earlier. So if Peyton is getting the start, he's obviously going to be involved for you know in that starting unit. So I think Peyton's a pretty good uh, GPP play. Uh, as far as the Nets, I think Kyrie Irving's another really good play. Um, but people are going to kind of be on him. His price is up, so that's one of the obvious ones. I think Karis LeVert's a pretty sneaky one as shooting guard. Uh, he's fairly priced pretty much across the industry, and he had a, he was another guy, 30% usage, so that's obviously very encouraging. Yeah, uh, Prince is kind of sort of a secondary play, so I'll play a good amount of minutes. Uh, I mean, the thing is with the – God, I'm forgetting. What's the, what's the name of the coach uh, for, for Brooklyn? I'm losing his name in my head. But, like, historically, he hasn't let his guys run out there for a ton of minutes, of course. Yeah. He also has Kenny a guy Atkinson. like Kyrie. Kenny Atkinson, yeah. Like, he would suppress all his guys to, like, 28, 29, 30 minutes or so, Dinwiddie as well, and they would roll out, like, 10 dudes or so. Uh, it's always interesting to see what coaches may or may not be doing. The first game might be an outlier. You just don't realize it, but just sort of worth noting. Uh, Dinwiddie needs to get a little bit more run for me to like him. Uh, Kruwix got buried. Uh, he barely put any in the first game. Prince clearly ahead of him right now. Uh, Joe Harris, good three-point shooter, but, like, not really worth rostering on this night. Yeah, What are your thoughts, Grant, as far as the Nets? I mean – it's mostly the two guys that got enough playing time and got a ton of usage. It's Kyrie and it's Levert. Obviously, with the value that we have at center for position today, you're going to end up paying up at point guard, and he's one of the top guys. So what he did last week, or last week, last game, 
uh, versus Minnesota, and he was crushing it before overtime, crushing overtime here. He's going to get a ridiculously high usage. We saw near 40% in the first game here. Going up against the Knicks, not a bad matchup by any means. Like, it's a New York game, New York versus New York, or New York versus Brooklyn, whatever it is. Uh, like, we could potentially see him try and do more in this game. Love him. Like Levert. His price tag's all right. If he's going to get a bunch of minutes, we saw what he can do getting a bunch of minutes last year. His price tag seems a little bit too low considering what his upside is. So those would be two guys I would go with mostly. And then, like, if Robinson's out, I'll probably have a decent amount of Allen. Allen could be in for a big game here. He's the guy that's probably going to match up best versus Randall, at least for how they want the game to go. So it's Kyrie and Levert are great plays, and Allen could be a really good play if uh, – Robinson's out and then Prince like go ahead you can chase that game you can hope for the best maybe it'll happen maybe it won't I'm probably not going to we still get that information before lock as far as Robinson maybe shoot around what is it like 90 minutes before the game starts maybe 15 minutes or so or something like that or uh, whatever the coach talks to the media I imagine that'll that'll crack soon and uh, I don't think do you guys have the Rotorunners app let's do a little plug for the Rotorunners app I'm sure you have it right Grant yeah Bogdanovich is out according to the Rotorunners app as of two minutes ago there you go. Push notifications. Also, RHJ is out for what it's worth. Uh, not really much, but he's not playing tonight for the, uh, for the uh, Toronto Raptors. Uh, Bojan Bogdanovic is out, which I think that makes uh, Jingle and Joe. Is Jingle and Joe kind of interesting tonight for you, Kyle? Yeah, yeah I like Jingle's a pretty good amount. He's pretty underpriced considering the, the role that he could step into. Kind of shake out mostly as his role from last season, maybe slightly below with, with Conley, but Conley wasn't really much of an impact. I think the big the big bump is Donovan Mitchell. I mean, not that he can really get much of a bump, but that's just more scoring that's going to go to him. He just was so good last game. He's got a really good matchup here. Uh, I, I think he's just the guy on this team. I know. I think you said it on Wednesday when you were talking about Conley, how you just thought Mitchell was just going to take over that role, and it looks like he's the guy to the guy to get the ball. He's the go-to guy. So I like Mitchell a lot today. Conley was like what one for sixteen in his debut. That's yeah. that's bad. Right? Grant can shoot one for sixteen, I think, even with no. those terrible eyes of his. Um, what, what? I have bad eyes. You can't see chandeliers. You do not. It's a callback, Grant. Have you been uh, on the show the entire I, time. I, I can very much see chandeliers. <laughs> you just like or chandeliers, as they're supposed to be called, Dean. Um, it doesn't keep me from running into them. <laughs> Were you singing the Sia song? Is that what just happened there? Uh, uh, I believe I was, or just pronouncing it how it's supposed to be pronounced. Dallas and the Pelicans, two twenty-seven is the total. It's high and it's tight. Dallas is a two-point dog here. Uh, first of the ESPN doubleheader. I think people like that for some reason if they don't have the package. For what it's worth, I think if, if you don't have League Pass, I think it's free for the first week, at least on some cable companies out there. Um, yeah, you want to watch some basketball? Sure, why not? Uh, the Dallas side, it's pretty clear, right, Kyle? Like it's it's the two man game. I, we said it the, you know a couple of days ago. It's it's the Lakers light with Luca and Porzingis, and then everybody else is just these guys are just happy to just sort of chill and like DFS. You know, D, the ironically named because he's terrible at DFS. Uh, you know, Seth Curry's a guy that's willing to shoot, but like right, Courtney Lee. Some somehow Courtney Lee starting in like at a, at a National Basketball Association team in 2019. Not really sure how that's how that's. It was in 2018, I believe. Well, that's absurd. <laughs> Retroactively, I'm angry about that too. <laughs> uh, Kyle Luca, we, we gotta love Luca Porzingis. You know, they talked about like a minutes limit for Porzingis. Like, oh well, yeah, he's not gonna play 40 minutes coming off the ACL. But they said basically they're gonna keep him in the low 30s. Well, that's sort of what we expected, right? Like that's makes that's what where he should be projected. Uh, so whatever sort of minutes limit they have on him, it's not like freaking me out. Uh, but Luca is the first guy. Then it's Porzingis. I don't really have much else to like in Dallas. 
Yeah, that's pretty much it. I thought Wright was going to get a little bit more uh, involved, but it appears that's just not the case. Luca was at a near 38% usage rate, played a bunch of minutes. Yeah, 30 minutes is pretty much all you need for Porzingis. He's a really good uh, permanent guy. I think he's only going to get better. You got to figure there's a little bit of rust there. Guy hasn't played basketball in, it seems like, two years. So, uh, yeah, I really like these two. I think these are two that I'm going to have a lot all year, and now they're in a really uh, up-paced matchup. So I, I like this matchup a lot for, for the, these maps. Grant, can you make a case for anybody else on Dallas? Or uh, Boban, if you're expecting Porzingis to get injured. No, you're not playing. He played zero minutes the first game. I thought he might yes, get Yes, I am very aware with that, Dean. Oh, did you play Boban? <laughs> I always play Boban. I got. <laughs> you play Boban? I always play Boban. Don't always play Boban. That's not Apparently, true. FanDuel doesn't drop the low score anymore. What are the yeah, odds? That's the thing, yeah. They, they sent out an email notification. <laughs> what, what's email? I, I only do, I I only do physical letters. <laughs> <laughs> good was the last, my postman you know you have a pen pal like, like in yugoslavia you're still writing to her or something like that <laughs> all right uh what do you have as far as the pelicans uh, we saw some goofy rotations first time out uh if you rostered lonzo ball you weren't pleased josh hart played a ton of minutes um Derek favors got benched it feels like the only two safe guys are holiday and ingram that's sort of where i'm at here grant but they can take some shots i suppose and other dudes but uh it's holiday and it's ingram and then it's everybody else as far as the Orleans. what say you uh, I mean, I love Holiday for a big bounce back game. I mean, he's he's known for being incredibly consistent, and just the fact that he started off the first game of the season with 29 points, he still took 15 shots, he still played 41 minutes. I absolutely love Drew in this matchup here. 8500, think he's going to get lost in the shuffle. Think he'd be in for a great game. Outside of him, the the price uptick of the other guys just kind of keeps them off my radar. I mean, Ingram, I probably have. Is a little bit of interest in, but now he's priced at seventy one hundred. I don't think it's entirely worth it. Favors potentially fifty seven hundred, but I don't see enough upside there, and it's a position where I can't really, I can't really uh, reasonably roster him. So for me, it's Chad just, is razzing you, Grant. You, you, you dropped the sevens because you're flustered. Why am I flustered? I'm not even looking at Chad. They asked like how, how a serious question. How do you even have money after you talk about Bowman? <laughs> well. I still won a bunch of money. Yeah, well, I don't know. Just I, yeah, well. I don't know how it just keeps happening. We already went through this pre-show, Dean. I'm apparently the luckiest guy on earth. Um, it's, it's loyalty. Grant's loyal to Boban. He's yes, got, he's got to this one and right. one of these days, my best friend DeAndre Jordan's going to talk to his buddy Boban, and Boban's going to give me a call and tell me when he's going to play a bunch. If there's one thing you should not be in DFS, it's loyal. We can, we don't care what you do tomorrow. We don't care what you did yesterday. We care about today and today only. Uh, Kyle Pelicans, anybody do anything for you today? Yeah, um, so Holiday's a great play. I think he, the price drop on, on most sites is really intriguing. Um, he played over 40 minutes, high usage guy, just wasn't efficient. I don't think we continue to see that. Um, one thing to monitor is the closing rotation. We saw guys like Josh Hart and Frank Jackson get minutes over Lonzo Ball. For whatever reason, um, Lonzo Ball was my pick to be most improved player. And if he continues to play these kind of minutes, it's probably not going to be something that's going to happen. I don't think he'll continue to get these kind of minutes, but I kind of want to see it once first, see him get those minutes late in games and, and whatnot. So I'll probably wait on Lonzo Ball, and I'll probably just stick to um, to Drew Holiday here for uh, maybe a little bit of Ingram, but the price went up there. So uh, probably just uh, just um, Holiday for me. If you're game stacking, though, I don't mind like Holiday uh, and Ball uh, against, you know, and then Porzingis and, and Luca, something like that. Ingram, another guy is pretty solid too. And 
something I've always said about Ingram is like, you know, I think other people admit this comp as well, but if you squint really hard or Grant just looks normally, uh, every once in a while you'll see uh, Brandon Ingram kind of, he gives you shades of like uh, Kevin Durant, <laughs> I'm right? so confused. <laughs> it's another callback to the callback about you apparently can't see very well. Um, yeah, and there was another point I was going to make, but I got derailed as far as this game, but I guess we shall Classic move. Dean. Yeah, I, I did get derailed. There was something else I wanted to say. People were talking about uh, the rotations for the world ones, and I think that's an outliers. Oh, you were talking about uh, you think Lonzo's going to be the, the most improved player. My guy for most improved player was Bam out of bio, and he got shafted opening night. So upset because he got, he got screwed as far as uh, – who cares? I don't know why I'm doing this. Who cares? It's nine <laughs> games late and whatever. He, the, the second unit for the Heat went nuts, and he never saw the quarter after like three minutes to go or five minutes to go in the third, and he also got in foul trouble in the second quarter. But uh, keep playing Bam, trust me. Uh, Chicago, Memphis, 224.5 is the total. Memphis is a two-point dog here. Uh, Marketing absolutely smashed opening night, Grant. Memphis, and speaking of that Memphis and Miami game, that was the highest-paced game, which is shocking. I know it's a one-game sample, but that was the highest-paced game uh, on that slate, I think, for the entire season so far, at least on that slate. Uh, Grant, Bulls, what are you doing? I mean, I'm probably just sticking to Levine and Marketing. I mean, I don't really trust the rotations for the guards here. Um, don't know if Dunn's going to get enough run. Don't know if Sadoransky will get enough run. Don't know if White will get enough run. So it kind of just keeps them out of conversation here. Carter, he didn't struggle with fouls too bad in the last game. So on to before. Um, 5,700, not a slate where you want to play him at center. Just doesn't really seem worth it. There's too many guys at power forward and center that you can use. So he's a big X off my list. I could see Porter having a decent game. I don't mind the play. I just am not in love with it. It's just really Levine and marketing. You know that one of these two guys is probably going to put up a massive volume of shooting in any given game here. We've seen them eat up usage in huge amounts. I'd probably be less apt to take uh, the flyer on marketing after what he did the first night. We've seen him put up massive games many times before in the past. And, like at any given time, he can have a rough night shooting, or the ball just doesn't go his way nearly as much. So I have to wait and see what ownership is towards the end, and that'll kind of make my decision. But if his ownership's not going to be high, I'll play Markinen. If it is going to be high, I'm probably going to go to more towards Levine. Uh, yeah, for me, that backcourt's basically out. I, I think Levine's certainly interesting for tournaments. Absolutely, don't cross him off the list and Markinen smash. But like, I'm not playing the Sadoransky White. Uh, I mean, White was good, but I mean, I don't know how many minutes he's going to get. Dunn seems like he's on the outs with uh, Sadoransky taking over the lead as far as starting there. But again, uh, not anything I really want as far as DFS. The Memphis sider, feel free to jump and give your thoughts as far as Chicago as well, Kyle. But uh, Valentunas, he, he was in foul trouble opening night. He's also got a minute's limit to some extent. Uh, love Triple J. He's always a great tournament play. Interesting for sure. Uh, both these guys, my, my kind of my pet tournament plays, I would pick my spots. Triple J and Wendell Carter. I don't know if tonight's the night, but I'm not going to discourage it either. John Morant. Uh, look good in the home opener from what I've seen. Not, I don't know. That was on the road. Tonight's the home opener. Uh, looks like he's got, like, got legit talent. And he's going to get plenty of minutes. I said, well, I can't say that for sure either. He might only get 25 or 30. Probably a little priced up for me, but for tournaments, I suppose you're going to roll him out there. All that said, uh, I don't know. I got really nothing on Memphis. I'm not, I'm not excited. Unless I play like a bunch of lineups, which I'm not, so I'm probably not playing anybody. Yeah, I mean, I love John Morant tonight. His price is okay. down on on the sites that I primarily play. So that's nice. The, uh, he was in foul trouble a little bit last game. So that's why his minutes uh, numbers might look a little bit lower. I think he gets up, you know, higher. You talked about it. The, the Grizzlies are playing after one game at the fastest pace. They went from being last last year because they probably had guys like Mike Conley and Mark Gasol for half the season who are 90 years old. Now you get the youth movement. You got John Morant coming in 
And his first game, John Murray had a 30-plus usage uh, average, or I think it was over like 30% of team assists, 25% of the rebounds. So he's doing the whole thing for the team. So I think that John Morant's an amazing play. Um, another guy that I like who I'm probably not going to get to too many of just because I like so many of the expensive point guards is Kobe White. Uh, he, he was he looked pretty, you know, not efficient, but he was he was a spark in the second unit. Um, you know, he played 27 minutes, I believe, over 23% usage rate. So that's nice for Kobe White. Put up a pretty good game. Um, Jer- uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. is a good play. And then Laurie Markman is always a good play pretty much any night. Uh, Levine is the guy that I'm probably not going to have any of just because of the guys in his range. You know, there's Holiday, there's Beal, there's Mitchell. So he just kind of gets uh, lost in the shuffle of that position, I think. But I don't think he's a bad play by any means. I pulled up the uh, the court IQ. And Devin, if you're doing the screen share, feel free to show this if you have the access right now because this is something that uh, is really important to follow. If you can't watch every single game, it's just not possible. Uh, you know, the other night was 11 games going down, and I had the – I had a game on my TV. I had a game on the uh, – the, I had the quad box going, so I was watching five at once. But, it, you know, you got the clicker. You're trying to jump as many games as possible. But if you kind of sort of miss things, this just tells you exactly uh, when guys are going on, when guys are going off the court as far as rotations, when you expect them in. And sometimes you can kind of look at them and sort of break down and see, well, do they come off the court because of fouls, things of that sort. Uh, I'm looking at Morant. Uh, I don't think it was significant foul trouble unless I'm reading this wrong. It looks like he did not pick up his first foul until, like, the second quarter. Uh, he had oh, two fouls. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, yeah. I mean, it, it was just, he was kind of on and off and, you know, Miami of course blew him out there at the end. Uh, he was on the court when the, the second unit was absolutely destroying uh, Memphis. He ended up playing 25 minutes and change. And maybe that's just opening night. Maybe he gets more, especially with the home opener as well. Like, not a lot to get excited about in Memphis, but like you said, the youth movement going on there with Ja and triple J he was no longer 19. I believe he's 20. So congratulations on that. Uh, anything else that, that's worth talking about as far as this game, Grant, or shall we move on? And, uh, I believe on deck is Washington and OKC. That's good times for sure. That is good times for sure. Um, no, I mean, Kyle basically nailed it. It's Morant and it's Triple J. Like, Triple J has some upside at his price tag. Morant, big usage guy so far. So, those are the only two guys. But, man, all these later games are way more exciting. Yeah, so we're doing a bad job as, as, bad job as far as time delegation. I wonder I whose fault that is. I don't know Dan. who that's on. I mean, I don't want to name names or anything. <laughs> Probably one of your best friends. Uh, you know. <laughs> uh, 219 and a half is the total as far as Washington and OKC. Of course, whatever we don't get to, they're going to talk about it at crunch time today. You got Andy. I think it's a three-man booth, actually, as far as the premium. You got Andy, you got JSU, and I think, uh, is it uh, Mangone? I think it's all three of them going It is, there. in fact, Mangone. 219 and a half is the total as far as Washington and OKC. Uh, Washington, terrible, horrendous team, but, you know, it's not like, they're facing the page. You're not going to get shut out. They're going to put up 100 points or so, give or take. Bradley Beal, obviously the stud in that team. Bonga is one of the guys that's being thrown out there as a potential value play, I suppose. Bryant, I like a good bit, but he's more of a secondary play for me. Uh, OKC side, I like uh, SGA. 17 bucks on Yahoo, by the way, specifically. I think it's a really good price. Don't mind Gallinari, but secondary play. Chris Paul's a guy that they're probably never really going to play like 35 minutes or so, but he might be able to get there like in 32, 33 or something like that. But there's a bit of a ceiling when compared to the other dudes. He's fine, but not something I'm prioritizing. Kyle, take this game. Yeah. So I think for me, I'm primarily sticking to the guards in this one for pretty much both sides Um, for the thunder. I think Chris Paul is somewhat interesting. He's kind of a guy who when he's on the court, he should, you know, have pretty solid usage. He had over 30% usage last game. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, a guy like Schroeder is a guy who didn't really have a lot of usage, but he's super underpriced for, cause you know, 
We saw it last year. He was playing with Westbrook and Paul George, but as soon as he got in the game, he wanted to shoot. He wanted the ball in his hands. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see his uh, usage get some upticks here. Uh, Gildas Alexander is a really good play on those sites where the price didn't quite catch up. Yahoo specifically, 17 bucks, Great play over there. Um, but I think that's pretty much it for the Thunder side. And then uh, on, for, the, for the Wizards, it's pretty much just Ish Smith again and then Bradley Beal for me. Not, not a whole lot for me in this game. Yeah, demolition man shooter, like this interesting spot. Like you say, he likes to shoot. He's not a good shooter, which is kind of a problem. Yeah. But uh, he, get, but I like him. He's not a good shooter. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like yeah, it just sort of works out that way, I suppose. Um, but like, it's not like there's a, a rim protector on Washington either. So I think he's perfectly fine. Uh, Grant, knock out this game for us. It's SGA. I mean, you can take a shot on Chris Ball, but SGA is probably my favorite guy over on Yahoo. He is way too cheap and pretty much a staple. Yeah. A position where you need to need to find some value there. So I like SGA over there. Um, on Washington, I'm not chasing Bonga. We're not going Ish Smith. I'm I'm just playing Beal. You're in I'm, Colorado and you don't like Bonga. I'm at, is that a Bong joke? It <laughs> was terrible. I don't know. I want to pretend like it didn't happen. Let's move on. Let's dean, Dean, me. Dean. Marijuana is illegal federally. I would never take part in an activity that is illegal federally. <laughs> <laughs> Being, let's the dad joke uh i apologize i will delete my account when i get off the show uh phoenix and denver 221 is the total denver is a 12 point favorite against phoenix again uh phoenix is going to be without their uh, starting center for the next 25 games Aiton, uh, the presumed starter is going to be girthy aaron baines uh we talked about the, the potential of maybe frank the tank getting some run jokic got he was really handsy last time out he got the foul trouble his first game uh, was uh, three fouls like in five minutes or so in the first half. Actually smashed and salvaged the second half. He's awesome. I will say it's kind of weird, though. It seems like it's actually a bad thing that Aiton's out because Aiton's a bad defender. From a Jokic perspective, uh, Aiton a little bit more, uh, like we said, the girth clogging up the middle. Uh, but he probably can't stick to Jokic on the uh, you know on the three-point line either. Jokic is always a threat to run out the, the triple dub for sure. Uh, Denver to me, deep team. They're all going to be perfectly fine. They're all basically market price, so – I don't think you need anybody in the Denver side, but they're all fine. Uh, Grant, talk about Phoenix and the, the, the prospect of considering guys like Baines or Sharich or Kaminsky. Rubio was solid his first time out. And if this game does stay close, it's probably because Booker goes nuts. A uh, little bit of ambitious thought, but I suppose that can happen. What say you? I mean, I don't like to say this, but yeah, I think you summed it up perfectly. Um, yes! <laughs> don't like giving you compliments, but... I got to keep you from being too depressed from me, Raznia. Um, Baines and Kaminsky, Sarge, those are the guys that I'd probably end up going with. All of them are a little bit too cheap. Again, they're going to get a ton of minutes. So, I mean, realistically, like, yeah, that's that's what we end up doing is we just end up playing guys that are going to get minutes and that are super cheap. Baines isn't the worst point per adult or point per minute guy in the world. If this game is going to stay close, you're right. It probably has something to do with Booker. So, Booker is in play. He's in the range with a lot of other guards that I'd just rather end up playing. It is Booker. It can happen at any given time, but Denver's not really the easiest matchup in the world. So maybe I should go to this game. Uh, so I'm probably not playing Booker. Over on the other side. Talk about being spontaneous. It's only it's a couple hours away from tip-off, and maybe you'll go, maybe you won't. Maybe you'll have 100 lineups, maybe you'll have zero. Go ahead. Um, yeah, over on the other side, like Joker, this is obviously a very good spot if this game ends up staying close. So I could potentially see using him, although it just makes it tough with Cat there, although he has $1,500 more. Joker could easily put up a 60-point game, put up a triple-double. Um, Murray, always a guy that has potential for a big game. This is not a bad matchup here. Millsap, same thing I always with Millsap. You yeah. can end up with a complete dud. You can end up with a good 
game. I'm not going to bother with it on this size of the slate here. Um, Barton is super cheap over on Yahoo. Uh, I think he's what thirteen dollars, fourteen dollars over on Yahoo. He's something. thirteen bucks. Yeah, so uh, Barton's a in play over on Yahoo. Kyle, take this for me before you make a terrible dad joke as far as Joker and Jokic. I know I, I was tempted for a second, but go. It's all yours. Yeah, um, so on the Nuggets side, I think uh, for the most part, it's Jokic and, and Barton for me. I think Barton's actually pretty fairly priced, uh, not only on Yahoo where he's too cheap, but on, on FanDuel. He's 5'4 on FanDuel. Uh, small forward down the middle to, to value tiers aren't like anything spectacular, so I think Barton's a really good option. Uh, for Denver, or for Phoenix, I should say, Kaminsky, I love Kaminsky today. I think he is a guy who carries a lot of upside. Uh, he's a pretty good point-per-minute guy. He's going to get off the chalk of Holmes and Bielitsa and Tice. And, you know, he saw 19 minutes, I think, either 19 or 16, one of the two. I'm dyslexic, so I forget. Yeah, 19 minutes. So, you know, with uh, eight and out, you know, if he adds four or five minutes to that total where you should assume he could be getting some uh, backup center minutes, you know, that he's like a, you no know, near one point per minute. That's 25-point output there. So that's – Forgot who's a three six salary on FanDuel. It's cheap, pretty much across uh, across the industry. I think Kaminsky's a really good play. Uh, Saric is pretty good. He's another good uh, efficient player. Didn't play a whole lot in the first game, but I don't know if I get to too much Booker just because of what Grant said. There's guys in this area, namely Donovan Mitchell, who I just like a little bit too much. Uh, and Bradley I think Beal, yeah, or Bradley Beal. Um, there are a lot of really good perimeter defenders on this Denver team. You know, Harris is good defensively. Craig good defensively. Beasley's pretty solid too. So. Uh, I do think Booker could struggle here, but, you know, he is Devin Booker, so he could pretty much do well in any matchup. Yeah, this game gets out of hand. Frank's probably closing as well. So there's some, yeah. uh, you know, if the game gets ugly, it commits. He's a guy that can crush in the second half, uh, the fourth quarter. I was going to say against Scrubs, but Denver doesn't really have Scrubs. Like they, their first 10 is pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you compare Kaminsky to guys like, I understand you're factoring ownership as well, too. But, like, we haven't talked about Rashawn Holmes yet, but he's sort of interesting as well, too. We'll get to him in a second. Uh, Tice we talked about, Robert Williams we talked about, Aaron Baines is another cheapie. Bielitsa we haven't talked about yet, but he's also kind of interesting, well, very interesting, I think. Uh, that Sacramento game, it's on layaway. Where Where is Frank in that conversation? Uh, for me, for tournaments, I think I haven't. I've probably put him at one or two. Um, Bielitsa is probably number one for me, Kaminsky two. Holmes I have a little bit of issue with. Uh, as far as – I think Kaminsky is just going to get more minutes than him. So they're the same position on, on Fandle where I play mostly. They're the same position at Holmes is like quadruple the ownership. So I think it's just kind of a no-brainer for me personally when I consider that I think they're nearly the same point-per-minute guys. And, uh, and I think Kaminsky could maybe get a minute or two more. If not, they'll be around the same. So I think Kaminsky would, would be atop uh, the list of power forwards. But Bielitz is probably number one for me on sites where he's small forward. Yeah, that's a good segue into Bielitsa in Sacramento. Sacramento is a home versus Portland. 228 is the total. They're two-point dogs here. Uh, again, worth mentioning if you guys are on the show late, as far as the body parts, Bagley's going to be out for a while. So uh, Bielitsa expected to, to jump in and start at the four. Uh, Rashawn Holmes should grab some extra minutes as far as Sacramento. Bogdanovich, well, you never really know. Again, I, I was asking this. I was in the Discord kind of talking about, Kyle, as far as the Sacramento side. and it's sort of a tricky question because you need more information. Like who are the, who's the closing five for Sacramento tonight? It's probably Fox and heel, probably Barnes, probably maybe Bielitsa, maybe Bogdanovich, maybe Deadman. So it's probably pending if Whiteside closes or Collins starts it closes at the five as far as Portland's. What's your best guess here? Because I think this is important as far as trying to figure out this game. Yeah. Well, we did this on, on Wednesday show too. And it's hard with this team, but I think yeah. that's, I think you probably nailed it um, with the five that you said. Uh, I don't think Bogdanovich gets in in 
this closing five. Um, I think we see Fox, Heald, Barnes, Bielitsa, and Deadman. Maybe Holmes, depending on how he's doing, close it out. Um, but Deadman didn't really play a whole lot last game, so that's going to be no. interesting to see how he factors into it with Bagley. Um, but So I, I guess that would be something to monitor. Uh, but, yeah, I think for the most part, I think that would be my best guess at the closing five. Yeah, Deadman, the first game, he played, uh, what, 14 minutes? That was against Phoenix. I guess they have a true big as far as Aiton being there. I was trying to think maybe they had a small five or something like that, and they went smaller. I don't remember who they had. Again, we can pull up the court IQ. We can do that again, but, hey, we're doing a show. We don't have time to do that right now. Do that on your own, folks. That's something I should have done pre-show or I'll do after the show. Uh, Grant, the Kings, how excited are we uh, about the prospect of Chalky Nemanja Bialica? Best name in all of basketball. We can say that for sure, but you get no fantasy points for that. That's a lot of fun to say. Rolls right off the tongue. You know, Boban's got a better name. That's a good name, too. That's pretty solid. But uh, no, no, they're both on the family feed board. We won't argue about that. But uh, Bielitz is kind of interesting. Devin's a strong, fancy point a player if he gets some run. But like uh, Kyle was saying, he got no run the first game. It doesn't mean he's not going to play 25 minutes tonight. He certainly can. Rashawn Holmes is active. Uh, like he's athletic. He's, he's, he might be matched up against a guy like Whiteside who doesn't show a lot of energy. So maybe he gets something that way. Uh, Robinson, uh, let's see. Robinson's starting, by the way, Grant. So, Son of a biscuit. Ah, you got all your zero lineups. You got to take Joe Julius Randle out. <laughs> I'm, I'm just leaving him in. I don't care. What What are you doing with the Kings? And then Portland. We can talk about the Blazers too. Um, I mean, Bealy, it's uh, I'm probably yeah. I'm probably just eating the. I'm just gonna eat the chalk. I don't care. I mean, Bealy, it's a 3600. Should get enough run, more than enough run to pay things off. They're kind of scarce there. Deadman, Holmes, like I'm. I'm just gonna play all but a whole bunch of off. Like it's it's that simple. Deadman it was good over on Atlanta. He put up some big games there. He when he gets the minutes, he only got fourteen in the first game, which is gonna scare people away. But I don't expect that to happen again. I really like Deadman here. Holmes obviously big point per minute reducer. If he ends up getting enough run, he should end up crushing here. Like him more as a cash game play. Probably will fade him a bit in tournaments just because how chalky he's gonna be. I don't mind going to uh, either Bogdanovich or Hyde. Or going with DeAndre Fox. Like, Fox just didn't put up a good game the first game. He got into foul trouble here. He's a guy that can put up massive outings any given time here. Portland's on the worst matchup in the world. He's a guy that's going to be largely overlooked on this slate, considering how many good options there are at the point guard and the shooting guard position here. So a lot of think people are just going to completely overlook him and go more towards the value in this game. I am really like Fox here. Really like Devin. Really like Bielitsa. Really like Holmes. Over on the Portland side, it becomes a little bit tougher. I'm going to use a bit of Whiteside, going to use a bit of Collins. I think Collins can end up being a big game. If he does end up getting 30-plus minutes, which I think very easily could happen, we don't know exactly what they're going to do with the rotation at the end of the game, just like you said. But Collins, I think, is the more likely candidate to actually be out there. So really like him at just 5,400. But Whiteside is still a guy that, even if he's not even in the fourth quarter, can still put up a 50-burger at any given time here. Don't mind either of them. And then Dame. Another that guy that might get a little bit overlooked considering we've got Luca and we got Irving both at around the same price tag here. I think a lot more people go to him. He's only 8,800. We know that Dame can put up a 60-point game at any given time here. It's a fast-paced game over in Sacramento, which I remember correctly at home. I think they used to score more, a significant amount more at home. I can't remember if it was more or less at home. I'm going to look that up. But, uh, yeah, it could be in for a big game here. It's going up against Sacramento. It's going to be largely overlooked. Uh, Kyle, you have any final thoughts as far as this game? They're asking about – they're talking about in the chat right now, talking about Robinson, playing Robinson. How, how are you affected as far as Robinson playing, and what's the trickle-down effect as far as the rest of the Knicks? Well, the Elf is drawing the start, as we suspected. Yeah, uh, I think it's hard to play Robinson just because I don't see them completely 
uh, eliminating Portis from the from the rotation. He played 33 minutes. I think they're kind of going to split those two up. So I mean, if you put those two at 24 and 24, uh, I guess they could get there. Um, but Robinson is pretty priced up on most sites, so I think it's pretty difficult for me to play Robinson. Um, Alfred Payton starting in starting lineup. I really like that a lot. I think he's a pretty good uh, option. Played 26 minutes in the last game, and now he's getting the start. So you gotta assume that those minutes are a little bit safer. Um, as far as this game, I think Lillard's an amazing play. Uh, one guy that I think is pretty sneaky is CJ McCollum. His price fell pretty dramatically across the industry. Played 35 minutes. The usage was there. He just didn't hit shots. And you know, McCollum, he can do the same thing Dame can. He can light up a scoreboard any given night. He can go for 40 any given night. Uh, so I really like McCollum in tournaments. He's pretty underpriced, in my opinion, for what the upside he can do. Um, thinking about it a little more, I guess I got to think about it a little more. But for this Bielitsa and Holmes, um, and GPPs, I'm probably not playing these two together. I think there's just so many ways that they can both, you know, not see minutes together. Um, I, I almost kind of want to say Holmes is safer for minutes because I think he'll get the backup center minutes. But Bielitsa, even though he's starting, he's going to be competing with Barnes and Ariza for those three slash four minutes. So the more I think about it, uh, I think Holmes might be a little bit safer than Bielitsa. Uh, the only thing is Bielitz is a small forward, which I think that position is a little bit weaker. So he's probably better for that position. So that's kind of my thoughts on them. I probably actually changed my opinion to Holmes over Bielitza. I think he's a little bit safer. All right. Got the hammer on layaway as far as uh, Utah versus the Lake Show. That's game two of the ESPN doubleheader. If you guys are into such things, uh, we have about six minutes or so before you step aside and make way for crunch time. I don't know. Unfortunately, you're probably in too many too many games to have to take questions, unfortunately. But we will take a peek as far as what's going down at the lineup HQ, see what's going down uh, ownership-wise. Grant, I want a hot take as far as your favorite guy, your favorite highly owned guy to fade tonight. That's, think of that in the back of your head as I set up the the, the hammer. That is uh, Utah at the Lake Show, 216.5 as the total. Lakers are four-point favorites. Uh, we talked about Bogdanovich not playing. Royce O'Neal uh, should Is that you, Dean, or is that Kyle? That was me. Uh, it's telling me that Mitchell Robinson is going to start tonight. The Rotor Grinders app. Do it's not me. turn your phone on vibrate like a normal human being. I haven't it had is, my phone. It is, on... but it overrides it because it's, it takes priority. You do okay. Well, yeah, you you clearly don't know how to fix that. I don't know. I I, I don't. It's, what is this? An Android? I don't know how these things work. It's amazing technology, though. But uh, yeah, so we talked about the you know Ingles previously. Uh, O'Neal is not as sexy of a play, but he's probably going to play some more minutes as now as well. But I think amongst those two, I prefer Ingles. Uh, you know, Kyle talked before about how he liked Mitchell. Gobert, of course, is a guy that's going to be completely lost in this slate. Conley, I can promise you this much, he's not going to shoot one of 16 again tonight. So he's certainly in play, not my favorite play, but you don't just cross him out necessarily. Grant, what are we doing? This oh, and also, yeah, uh, the Brow and LeBron are playing too in this game. Yeah, yeah. In this game, I'll, I'll play the Brow and LeBron. I'll play Gobert, and I really like Mitchell. Um, end of analysis. Just well, you have guys. a salary cap you got to stay under. You can't just play the most expensive players. I mean, you kind of can if you play Holmes, if you can play Bielitsa, if you play Thais, if you play any of the guys that are all under 4K that are going to be playing. Okay. Well, I didn't know all that was assumed. Fair enough. Uh, it was assumed because we talked about it for literally the last hour. <laughs> You guys are such good friends. I love it. <laughs> Still right, weird to so, me. We actually are pretty good friends. Uh, depends who you ask. Um, wow. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Never mind. Friends, your card revoked. You dick. Kyle, what are you having this game? Uh, yeah. So for the Utah Jazz, I think Donovan Mitchell's one of the better plays on the slate, especially on the sites where you can find him at you know a thousand dollar discount to guys like uh, like Bradley Beal or 
or, you know, Luka Doncic at the at guard positions or whatever. Um, I think, I think Donovan Mitchell is just an amazing play. Uh, Bodanovich is a pretty, not necessarily high usage guy, but he's a, he's a lot, he takes a lot of shots. He played 22 minutes uh, in his first game. So he's not going to be in there. This one Ingles is pretty safe for at least 30 minutes. Now he played 32 last game. If he goes less than that, I would be absolutely mind blown. Um, but I think the play for me here is Mitchell on the Lakers side. Um, I don't really love LeBron here. Uh, just the way that he looked in that first game, if, if anything is to be resembled in this one, it looks like it's going to be the Anthony Davis show to where, LeBron really is passive and lets Anthony Davis do all the work. And for that reason, I like Anthony Davis a lot. I think people will shy away from him because he's got that Rudy Gobert matchup um, considering Davis is probably playing most of the center minutes like he did in the first game. So, uh, yeah, I really like Davis. Yeah. Uh, does Gobert chase Davis out in the three-point line? Uh, I guess he can. Did he yeah, I think he most of the center minutes. I thought Howard or Javale was in the game pretty much the entire yeah. time. Yeah, well, he, he plays a four-minute spot yeah. at the end of. You don't have to play the other center, but yeah, yeah it's a reasonable question. Yeah. He, I think he played like fifteen minutes at center, so I guess I shouldn't have said most, but he played a good amount of, of center minutes. Rondo is currently questionable, by the way, in that game. For what it's worth, uh, we're probably not going to get that before lock. Um, maybe LeBron loses an assist or something like that if Rondo plays. He has the ball in his hands. It's a tick last, but it's still it's LeBron's show for sure. Uh, I wanted to jump over and show off, I promised the people, a little bit of lineup HQ. Uh, as of right now, guys, we're seeing Cat projected at 40% ownership. Of course, this ownership gets more and more refined the closer and closer we get the lock. Uh, Rashawn Holmes right now is popping as our uh, most popular cheapie. Uh, also in the conversation is Bielitsa, who we sort of talked about, uh, Thice as well. Um, Neenzy, let's show his core plays. He's going to be on next. This is DK specific where it's worth is also Yahoo. Other sites, all four sites are on there. Holmes, Doncic, Bielitsa, and Ingles. Well, he must have just updated that with Ingles. Notorious is cash game plays. He likes Cat. He likes Holmes. He likes Doncic and Bielitsa. A lot of the guys we were talking about as well. And STL cards as far as his tournament play. He's got a big old pull up there as well. Uh, Grant, again, we're going to step aside just a minute or two. Of, uh, apologies to chat. We will, when we have like these four or five or six game slates going forward, hopefully it's going to even out. We're going to be able to take a bunch of questions from you guys. So please be patient with us. Hopefully we answered a lot of th- stuff you were thinking about. Uh, Grant, give me a hot take as far as the lineup HQ, as far as somebody maybe it's heavily owned that you're going to fade or somebody maybe less than, less than 10% you're going to be over the field on. I mean, Julius Randall's projected at 4%. I'm going to be probably 10 times the field on him. You're being stubborn now about Randall. Why, why is that being stubborn? Well, you still you can still play him, but he, 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 there's a tick. There's a slight tick, right, with the with, with Robinson playing? There's a slight tick, but there's a drastic tick in ownership. People aren't going to play Robin or Randall. So why would I not play Randall? No, you can. You can. No, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I asked you the question, and I shouldn't. Uh, okay, Kyle, your thoughts on that, and give me a player yourself. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I still think Randall's pretty viable. I think he's a high upside guy, no matter what. I mean, in my opinion, I think either Robinson or Portis are going to split the minutes, and Randall will stay primarily the same. So I think Randall's still a pretty good option. Um, but the price is pretty high, so it just depends on how you feel about his upside, which clearly I think Grant is in love with it. Um, for me, my pick is John Morant. I think he's a guy that's going to break the slate. Um, I predicted in the expert survey that he has a triple-double with 25-plus uh, points. So I think it's the, the Morant show tonight. I think he comes out big one. I thought I was being ballsy. We got to step aside and get away. Fun show. Uh, enjoy your basketball tonight. Enjoy your weekend. Of course, there's a football uh, this weekend as well. We want to thank Yahoo for sponsoring the show. As of right now, assuming this refresh, it's still 30% overlay uh, on this baller with 40 minutes. Uh, for, uh, wait, 
yeah, that's my math. 40 minutes to, before tip-off. So uh, also their management fees at less than the other places around the industry as well. So uh, join that Yahoo contest. $10 to jump in. 50K as far as total prize pool. 10K at top. He is Grant. He's Kyle. I'm Dean. We're out of here. Holla. Take it. Holla.